one more time. We got uh, Sandcast Beach Volleyball with uh, our still absent Triborn. And we got John Hyden, and we are not cutting out at the moment. What's going on, man? <laughs> well, I got my daughter's computer now, so hopefully that's working <laughs> out for us. <laughs> we've uh we've gone through a lot of different things here we've had uh, your son came in emptied some shoes we tried one computer tried one room tried another computer now we're back relocated we're gonna make this happen we've been trying to make it happen for a couple years <laughs> it has been a couple of years yeah every time we try to make it happen try finds a way to get himself out of it and now uh 20 minutes in no try <laughs> but uh you know tried pretty well at this point so i'm sure it's not crazy surprising <laughs> no you know i i guess for workouts he's always on time uh, yeah anything else oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> just, just one thing about try is he he is definitely on hawaiian time yeah it's he, he moves pretty slow <laughs> it's funny he's definitely not the only one like well actually for practice he's always like 45 minutes early like he was him and Trevor were there like super early for practice, which is like, I was like kind of shocked by cause they're not like the fastest moving bunch, like any of the Hawaiians, but they were always like ready to go. So I guess volleyball may be a different story. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's kind of a professional in that. So yeah. He gets down there. I mean, he did play four years with me. So getting, he, uh, getting down there early, being ready to go right at whatever time you're supposed to have practice, you know, he, he takes that pretty seriously. Yeah. He, uh, he mentions you a lot on the podcast, probably like at least once an episode actually that like you kind of showed him how to be a professional. Um, was there anyone who kind of showed you how to be a professional? I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. I mean, you were indoor Olympian. Um, so, but did you have a guy who kind of showed you the ropes or were you just sort of figuring it out on the way? No, I figured it out on the way. Cause when I got to the beach, I mean, anybody that's trying to play a professional beach volleyball kind of knows just to get in with other guys uh, when you don't have any points and nobody knows you, it's really tough, you know, to get somebody to pick you up as a partner, uh, whatever it is, it's really tough. So, you know, I came out as an indoor player, didn't know much about the beach game and they're definitely two different sports. Yeah. Um, you know, it took me a, a while to, I guess you could say upgrade partners each year and, uh, I just found my way with hard work and discipline, you know, uh, I found what was right for me and worked hard on it. And that's kind of taught myself. So yeah, pretty much self-taught for everything I've done. Yeah. And the, uh, I don't know if, do you ever watch the McKibben videos? Uh, I can't say that I do. Okay. So they, well, they just did like an indoor, like a tutorial of like, you know, what are the top five areas that indoor players struggle with transitioning uh -huh. to beach? I didn't know like what that would look like. Uh, for you, because now we have a couple guys like David Lee's coming out and sort of making that transition. And we saw Paul Lottman kind of had a, a decent little breakthrough last year. Um, but what did your transition look like from indoor to beach? And what skills did you kind of have to sort of tweak more than others? I think uh, the first thing was I was a huge broad jumper indoors. Um, not only like from the back row, but even when I played outside hitter, I would broad jump kind of laterally uh, along the net and then pick off the ball as it came by on a, on a shoot set or a go yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So it was really hard for me to transition out of that, uh, getting my feet under the ball and going straight up where yeah. you have a little more vertical. 
Yeah. Uh, so that, that was really difficult. Another thing is, you know, I came out, I was an outside hitter. So I figured, oh, I should be playing on the left. Um, and I found out really quickly because I had, I had already had one shoulder surgery uh, because I was always wrist away on the indoor okay. team. Uh, a lot of wrist away. And when I got out to the beach, I, I could get by, no problem but it was all wrist away. So I yeah. figured I, I should switch to the right and learn the right uh, after my first year if I want to have a long career at this game. Otherwise, I'm just going to ruin my shoulder. So right. that's, that's kind of how I got on the right. Okay. And you still like those shoot sets, though. Did you ever like kind of toy with a, a higher ball or was it always like, I know what I like. I'm sticking no. with that. I mean, I, I have a few different sets. Um, and I switch up my approach all the time. And I think most people don't even notice that, uh, you know, depending on who we're playing or how I'm seeing uh, the defense, what it is, I'll take a lower, like normal set, or sometimes I'll just have a, a high normal set where I stroll in. If you ever watch Todd Rogers play, he kind of had that same one. Yeah. Um, but when I take that lower one, I come in much harder and I keep the ball out in front of me. Uh, and I love to run away from the block. I, I don't jump very well. Most people know I don't jump that high and I got short arms. <laughs> I'm not your textbook volleyball player. So, so I got to find other ways to beat the block. And that was the same way indoor. It, you know, I didn't have the long arms. I, I jumped all right, but I had to run quick sets. And that's what got me playing at that level. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned that it's, you know, it's, it's tough for any new guy to get a partner with enough points or to kind of break through. Did you have maybe a year or a tournament or a partner where you found and like, that was sort of like your breakthrough? Cause I know for a lot of guys, like they'll make two main draws one year, switch it up, make three the next year, switch it up and then make like, you know, maybe six of eight the next year. And then, then they're good. I don't know. Like what, was there a moment where you kind of turned that corner? Yeah, that kind of went with, uh, you know, when I, when I got with Brad Keenan, that's where I became player coach. Okay. Um, I think that was 2007, 2008, those two years. And uh, I became kind of this player coach, bringing him along. He was really young. And I changed up our game a little differently, where we ran a lot more on twos and stuff, where nobody was doing that back then. Um, so right then you know brad and i didn't win but i think we made we made a few finals and we made a bunch of final fours okay and and then from there you know sean scott and i hooked up in 2009 and right you know we came out in the first tournament of the year was a, a single elimination because of the weather oh tough uh -huh. there <laughs> it is. triborn he's in the house He's sideways. Dude, dad, uh, daddy duties got me. See, I told you it was daddy duties. Hayden, you're lucky I didn't have to deal with that. Uh, you, you didn't have to deal with dad tribe when you were uh, playing with me. <laughs> My brain's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you got the oh, baby damn. brain. Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, don't let me distract. I'm sure we're getting into something good. We were, uh, yeah, we were just kind of talking how, you know, Hayden, when he turned the corner sort of on the beach, making that transition from indoor to beach. And, um, mm -hmm. how was it 
for you being player coach for the first time though, cause that's a different role and obviously one that, you know, you're, you're very suited to now um, with all your experience, but for the first time, I mean, how did you kind of make that adjustment picking up a younger guy and Brad Keenan? I'm sure that was probably pretty fun to teach uh, big Brad too. Yeah. You know, I, I had asked uh, Johnny Mayer was his partner all the time. And unfortunately for Johnny over the years, I've kind of, taken some of his partners away from him <laughs> but he's so low-key you know uh he's a great player brad i asked john about brad and his kind of mentality and stuff like that because he he was kind of john's always been quiet brad you know had had this uh um how do you say it he was kind of known for not being as consistent out there especially okay. you know late matches and when brad came with me his he had he kind of changed his attitude about stuff like that he worked really hard came up saw Mikel a few times got in the best shape of his life and kind of like he tried he, he really just wanted to learn and he was very receptive mm -hmm. to everything i had to say and once we started winning and uh, beating teams consistently at the top, you know, he kind of bought into that and just just ran with it. But for me, I just I had ideas. I had my game plan on how I like to play. And luckily, my partners have always been able to adapt to that game plan. Uh, Try you kind of missed it. I, I was saying how uh, I never had the highest jump and I have short arms. So <laughs> I have to game plan around yeah. that, running faster sets and moving all around yeah and, and people like brad was very receptive to it sean scott super athletic could do whatever we need try came along uh you you were pretty raw but i saw sean scott yeah. athleticism so i was like oh well try can do what sean can do and we just went with it there too <laughs> yeah which um which partnership or which year did you feel like it clicked for you to where you're like okay, I know what my game is on the beach and now I just need to find the partner to like really be able to execute um, my strengths and, and whatnot. Cause I know before you, you'd had a long period of, of, of learning where you were kind of picking other people's brains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it kind, kind of going off of Travis's question about that. It's, it's kind of when I became player coach uh, with Brad is Brad. I had ideas on how to run things and we just implement them. So, you know, practice after practice, mm -hmm. we started getting it done. Just like all the drills we would do, uh, I started yeah. all that with Brad. I, I didn't start it before then. Again, I was learning the game, trying to get better and better. But that's yeah. pretty much when I turned the corner was when I took over and decided, all right, let's try all this. And then uh, you went through it, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, for me, it was like, it couldn't have been in a more ideal situation because, I mean, obviously I was trying to learn the beach, but I also felt like my skill set indoor was kind of just not thinking and going and just having someone kind of tell me exactly what needs to be done. And I was really good at just executing. So to have, come in with a player coach where my partner knows exactly what he wants done, it's not like, well, let's try this. Let's try that. It's like, no, do this. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> I just want someone to tell me what to do exactly, which yeah, now and, I'm in and that that's, transition. And, and yeah, that's great. That's a great thing. Uh, you know, most people don't, can't come out and handle that, you know, and you handle that well. And to Sean Scott's credit too, 
he had won the last three tournaments of the year when, uh, you know, Raji picked up Phil Dahlhauser. Like Sean was already established. And even yeah. when, and then he played with Nick. And then when Sean and I got together, Sean was just a workhorse. And he actually, I don't know if he stepped back because we always talked about things, but he bought into whatever we were doing and he just wanted to do it too, to be the best he could. And it, it, a lot of pro athletes can't do that, you know, take that step back. So yeah, with you being so receptive, that's what made us so good. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think like the older I got, the more I wanted to like kind of be a part of it. And we kind of felt that, I mean, I, I don't think there was ever a point where it became difficult. Um, but, but I noticed that where the young, the younger I was, the more I was like, just tell me what to do. And then, and then the older I got, it was more like, well, what if we do this? Like, I felt like I was kind of pushing you more and more than like to have that perfect plan all the time because I, I kept learning more and more, but definitely like I had to know when to, when it was like, it doesn't matter what we do. We just have to be on the exact same page and I'm not going to be the one game planning. So I need to know my role here and figure it out. It's kind of like, uh, like Dwayne Wade had to like legit have a conversation with LeBron. Like, listen, one of us has to, has to lead and one of us has to listen and execute. And, and D Wade kind of like, uh, took it upon himself to step back. Right. My LeBron here. Or... <laughs> it's a rare comparison where you can see LeBron James. <laughs> but, John, you mentioned that, you know, you came to Brad with like, you had all these different ideas and this was kind of before, like now the fast offense and mixing it up with the tempos and stuff that that's everyday stuff. Now I feel like you were kind of like, as far as the United States goes, you were sort of a pioneer of that. Where did you kind of get those ideas from that hey like you know this maybe is something we could try and work well i think it just came from indoor um you know i, I people i don't know a lot of people said i might have been that first person to start running that all indoor super fast set okay. to the outside uh the super quick to the back even even the bic you know i was <laughs> running that with Lloyd when we first got there and everything it used to be a, a little higher and then you know, actually, I'll have to credit uh, Doug Beal for this. Kind of hurts me, <laughs> there, but um, he he was the one who kind of said, "Let's try this and run it a little faster, especially to the outside on the left." And it worked great for me. Uh, I had great footwork. I could I could hang in the air for a long time. I had a great arm swing, and it just clicked. And from there on, you know, I started on the national team and. Uh, when I got out to the beach, I just kind of figured this is how, like I said, on the beach, I'm learning for the first four years. So I didn't see it out there and I couldn't use that broad jump. So I had to figure it out before I could actually start using it. And then with Brad, I, you know, figured I'd start to try to use it and that's where it worked. Yeah. And in your transition, I think I remember talking to you a long time ago when you were making that transition from indoor to beach where beach obviously wasn't providing a, a full-time income weren't you didn't you like hang up christmas lights and put in uh like synthetic turf yards and stuff just to kind yeah. of like do these odd jobs to make it work yeah i did uh every every volleyball player almost has to have an odd yeah. job right or some sort of job <laughs> and, and uh, 
so, so I wanted to train and I, I couldn't do that if I was working for somebody. So I started my own business, uh, hanging Christmas lights. And, uh, my brother actually still does it. He runs a huge business. Really? Me hang Christmas lights. Yeah. So I got into it and I did it for one year and it just made me hate Christmas. <laughs> I was like, I love Christmas. I'd be going around. I would just be driving. I'm like, oh, that tree is probably worth about this much money, or that, that house would probably cost about this much. And I was like, I hated it every day. And uh, I, I sold that business right after that first year. Yeah. And I got into another business uh, putting in uh, synthetic turf okay. and, and putting greens. And I did that for another year. And this way I could go down and train in the mornings and right. get home and have to work. But, uh, and it gave me the freedom to do that. And then I ended up picking up a sponsor, which was huge and was able to sell that business and kind of go from there. That didn't you almost, didn't you awesome. almost get attacked by a dog? <laughs> but no, I did get attacked by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the scariest thing ever. I was scared of dogs for like two years after that. Uh, <laughs> when when the, do the dog got out through this glass door and the late, well, the lady tried to hold the dog in and then she looks up at me straight in my eyes and she goes, run. I looked down, I looked down and, and the fence was about 40 feet away and the other fence was 40 feet away. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting out of here alive. And this dog just jumps out, jumps at me and grabs onto my arm. Right. And I spin oh. around and it flies off. So I jump inside the house and I shut the door and I'm just like puncture wounds in my arm and, Oh. And then I start laughing. I'm like laughing because she's all run. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a picture in your face. But yeah, it's a dangerous job. You be careful putting them on. Dang. Dude, the thing of the volleyball players have to work. <laughs> they always yeah, need for good stories. <laughs> Thank God for Jamba Juice, right? Oh, yep. That's exactly so what got me on, my, on the road. Right. Exactly. When did you pull in Jamba? uh 2007 okay yeah so, that's another one of my that's another one of my favorite stories is you having like a ten thousand dollar jamba juice card <laughs> uh here you go mister you got nine thousand five hundred dollars left <laughs> wasn't quite that much but it was a lot it was it was a thousand this, this thousand, poor kid okay, this high school kid i hand him the, i hand him the card and we get our drink and he's all Looks at me, he's like, you have $995 left? You're like, you sure That's you didn't charge awesome. me extra for those raisins on the granola? <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great card. How, uh, one thing I'm really curious about, like how have you seen the sponsorship landscape change from say, you know, the mid 2000s when you had Jamba Juice and some of the big ones um, to where we are now? And I don't know who, uh, what sponsors you have now or, or had last year. Um, but how have you seen that change throughout Beach's history? Well, I, social media has done it all. Uh, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, um, it used to be like, you got to be really good and you got to be at the top of the game to get sponsors. Uh, that That's different now. It's all about social media and how many, uh, <laughs> how many, what is it? Subscribers or fans? Followers. <laughs> yeah, followers. There you go. <laughs> I know Tri can always help me with his social media stuff. <laughs> how many? 
how many followers you have. And, and even with that, I, I think the issue now is guys are willing to go, oh, yeah, sponsor me and just get free products. Like the market yeah. is so far down because everybody just gets free stuff or $100 here or whatnot. And so the market's just falling on that. And uh, it's too bad the players don't kind of come together and say something about that or not accept. Everybody's got their own thing going on. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell somebody else what to do, especially right. in the age. So yeah, that's it, the way it is. It definitely waters down the market when you have someone accepting a really low ball deal and when the company is actually willing to probably pay like, let's say $10,000, but, but the player's like going to take the first offer, like 500 bucks. Sure. I'll do it. Well, and then that waters it down for the rest of the players. Well that too, but like, look, a couple of years ago you had uh, somebody handing out free Oakley's to everybody in the tent and all the players right. were like, yeah, free Oakley's. And it's like, <laughs> Whoa, Whoa guys, why doesn't somebody try and get paid instead of everybody wearing them? And, right. You know, they just got free advertisement. So I don't think people really think about what they're doing in that situation. For sure. Yeah. When, uh, so I mean, you got, I'm assuming that when you got kind of a couple big sponsors, like Jamba being one of them, that's probably when you, you turned the financial corner of not needing to do, get run into uh, dog attacks and hanging Christmas lights. That's exactly when I sold <laughs> off and stopped working. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm sure that, uh, I mean, you and Sean Scott obviously were, were like one of the best U.S. partnerships of all time. And on paper, you know, it makes sense. But a lot of partnerships on paper make sense that don't end up working out. What do you think it was about you and Sean that made you guys so freaking good? Because you had one of the greatest runs, I mean, in the U.S. for a couple of years of, of anyone. Hmm. Um, I think Sean and I were just both workhorses, you know, blue collar, just go get it done in the gym, show up for practice every day and get it done there. And just no nonsense, you know, I didn't have to ever worry about him working out or doing what it takes to get it done. And he certainly didn't have to work worry about me. So, you know, along with our skills of the game and just knowing each other so well, that that's it right there. I mean, we, we really did put in our time at those practices, though, huh? Yeah. You know, Fry, we, Fry and I ran the same drills. Well, with Sean, we ran it to death. Like, with Try, there's so much to learn when I first started with Try. Uh, and he knows that. He was very mm -hmm. raw, but he had the skills. And with Sean, we both had the skills. We just had to run things to death, whether it was, like, bad pass setting, getting the ball up to the net. He always knew where I was going to be. even. If if I couldn't get out of breath to say push, he saw me outside and he would run that push, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. we just ran our drills to death. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. I mean, like now that I'm playing in a different partnership, different coaching and all that, it's like, I've never seen anything before or after that's been so precise, like where, where you're not even giving me calls. You're telling me to go set you based off the, Pit, the volume of your voice mm -hmm. and like we're doing out of system stuff where it's we're still in temp like tempo and I kind of came out in my new partnership kind of feeling like I'm going to do all this stuff and I was like whoa I got to step back here and like that was like a unique thing I have to like figure out what's 
works for this partnership and and then now I have another coach and and work and all that stuff but yeah you guys I mean the way you run stuff is so precise but I love it because it's like my decision making is quick like I don't have to think twice like we've already done this I know exactly what to do I know exactly what tempo you're gonna go so it was very like easy to commit to stuff and I mean you could see that with you and Sean you and Sean it was like a well-oiled machine you guys both knew exactly what was happening like perfect rhythm all the time um but yeah I I, I didn't realize that that was like a rare thing until I left <laughs> I didn't know what I had <laughs> Now I, have Trevor just, I, I, I knew it too. I felt it too, though, because w with you and Sean both, we get to that point where we know each other so well. And then, you know, some of my other partners just didn't have either the athleticism or the skills to be able to do what you and I did or what you and Sean and I did. So yeah. it definitely upped my game playing with you and Sean. And then it's kind of detrimental to my game when I can't run stuff that I need to run. Right. You've mentioned that, you know, you and you and Sean had your drills and that you and Tri would run a lot of the same stuff. And I know you're you're still playing and everything. So if you want to be closed lipped about kind of what you've done to get you to where you are, that's fine. But I'm really curious like what a practice looks like or what one looked like with you and Sean versus maybe what one looked like with you and Tri. Cause you mentioned that you and Tri were a little different because he had he was a little bit raw coming out of, you know, indoor in Puerto Rico. Um well Tri we had to work on a lot of things because he just didn't have it all. Like I said, Sean was well into his seventh, eighth, ninth year of beach volleyball or whatever it was. Uh, so he already had all his skills. We just had to fine tune our game together. Um, but w by the end, or even e even the first year, I still ran those drills with try. Yeah. It's just, we didn't run them as long, you know? Uh, Sean and I could just play after play after play after play, run the same thing. Try, we had to move on because we had to work on his blocking. We had to work on, you know, the setting or push whatever sets and stuff like that. And then also I had to work on my stuff, getting it to him. So that, that just takes more time. We don't have all the time in the world. You tire out in practice, but, uh, with Sean, we're just able to, I try, you know, all the drills. I mean, we run that bad pass drill all the time. Yeah. Sean, Sean would work on his, his, uh, line shot sh coming middle short back to the line shot all day long, you know, and then I'm mm -hmm. working on my shots all the time, doing the shot matrix, line shots, cut shots, jumbos, you know? Yeah. So it's just repetition. And that's, that, that's why I can come here and still play. Cause all I need to do is go down and run my drills work on my footwork, work on my ball control, whatever it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. When I, uh, when I lived in Huntington, I think you'll enjoy this. When I first started going out playing, so Gary Schreiber, uh, he was coaching Ty Trambley uh, down at the Huntington Pier. And so every now and then he would just need someone to set uh, Ty. Um, so I'd like go out there and just set Ty. And, and he called it the, um, the hiding drill where he'd have Ty hit uh, 10 high line shots into a box. If he hit it out of bounds, it was minus one. Then he hit 10 jumbos, 10 cut shots, 10 short lines, and then like 10 hard angles. And, he would, and that would be the whole practice. You'd be like, yep, that's the hiding drill. So to this day, whenever we have like a shot drill, it's, we call it the hiding drill. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I, call, I actually call it the shot matrix. Okay. You got to get all the line, then you got to get the cuts, and then you got to get the jumbo. And... Yeah. 
anything else you want to work on. So like I have my girls do it here. And yeah. It's written down on my thing. Now I have to call it hide and drill. Yeah. The hide and <laughs> shot matrix. We can add both. There you go. <laughs> I remember being blown away by how many you had hit in the target. When I first came out, I was like, you know, it took me so long to get around the, the matrix and uh, you would just be like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like, freaking, I was like, holy crap, he doesn't miss. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> and well, then eventually it was nice. A couple I, of I was like, yeah, well, you miss every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, like, just having you do that and you're like the whole other half of my team, I was like, it like set the bar for me at such a young age where I'm like, okay, I guess that's what we do. We hit eight out of 10, which is like really freaking hard. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing with you try is as we went along and as you go along now for you, you've done, you pretty much mastered everything. It, now it's all about consistency, mm -hmm. you know, just being consistent with it instead of being seven out of 10, in a match, you're now nine out of 10, you know, getting mm -hmm. that consistency up there with all your offensive attacking with your jump serve, much yeah. more consistent now with your jump serve than when we played together. Yeah. So, and the foot faults. <laughs> please no more foot faults. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. But, but that's the thing. As you get older, that's, that's where you got to turn over your game is just becoming more consistent with it now. Huh. And you've yeah. seen done that. So. Yeah. It's, slowly coming together coming back together <laughs> i like that though when you two started playing together um you know john you had taken a couple years off playing on the fivb um you and sean were were mostly or all us did you guys ever play world tour together you and sean no no i never okay. played it i played fivb here's i played fivb the very first year i played beach volleyball <laughs> really? biggest mistake ever <laughs> <laughs> So after that, and that was like 2002, I think. And then after that, I hadn't played till I played with Try. So okay, what? Yeah. Oh, you what played with you Nick. Play? You played with Nick for a oh, second. I did play with. Yeah, you're right. Nick. Nick wanted to play and just kind of learn some stuff, and we went out that season. But we played domestically together, and Nick yeah. and I played, which was great because it got me some points and got Try and I to Norsecas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so. but it, that's insane how, like, you going with Nick overseas, choosing to get a few points, and then me wanting to play the next year got us just enough points to, like, get into the Norseco playoff. We oh, yeah. We, we were – and only because two guys didn't want to play together. Yeah. It was, like, Casey Jennings and Avery or something? Yeah. They could have played, they could have partnered, and me and Hayden wouldn't have been able to play in the playoff. Yeah. So we sneak in, <laughs> we win the playoff, go to the Norseka, right? Yeah. Was it the Norseka? Yeah. Was it we like, we, whatever, got our points at the Norseka and then sneak, snuck into the country quota, right? Yeah. China? Was it China? China. And then we lose the country quota. To Nick and Ryan. And to Nick and Ryan, and then we get Lucky Losered in at the meeting that night, and then we win our pool and get like, did we get ninth or fifth? I think we took a ninth. <laughs> we yeah. took a ninth. So we went from like nothing to a ninth in a Grand Slam, which is back then it was like 5,500 bucks each, which it was yeah, great. Was and then the next week was Berlin, right? 
Mm, was it? I think it was the next event. It was that quick. It was pretty. It was quick. like the second or third event. That yeah. is a hell of a turnaround. Yeah. And then we're and then we're like the twenty eighth seed in Berlin, and we win the Grand Slam. <laughs> and then we're, and then we're in. <laughs> we're like, this is so great. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> Tries Why don't you do the schooner? That's where that's where we're sitting in the hotel room and tries like, so what what do you do with your money when you uh <laughs> exactly. my money now? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had this before. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't just lessons on the court. There was a lot of stuff over the years I had to ask him about like yeah, like finances, buying cars and like all that stuff. How much, the funniest one ever, but we won't get deep into it, was when you called me and you said, hey, how much did you pay in taxes last year? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a life lesson that I'm going to use forever. Oh yeah. I paid all, I paid every, all the taxes. I didn't, didn't know anything about like putting it places so that I didn't have to pay as much. I'm like, Hayden tells me how much he makes. I'm like, I paid like two or three times that. <laughs> and we made the exact same amount. Like, what's going on here? It's like, I paid about, you paid about eight, eight times that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what you told. Yeah. No, I paid a ton that year. But now, but now you're good. You know what you we We all make money mistakes. So Now right. you yeah. learned. Early. <laughs> At least it was early. Oh, man. How much did traveling with Tri prepare you for uh, having your own son? <laughs> <laughs> well, he already had a daughter. He had actually Jackson was born right before we partnered up, I think. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, what made you want to start going out on the world tour? Was it the allure of the Olympics? Because I know you mentioned that you and Nick went out, which is hilarious, by the way. And I don't think enough people know that you and Nick played together. <laughs> um was it were you going for the olympics or was it just all right well i've you know i've pretty much dominated on the u.s like let's see what we can do on the next level of competition no you know uh try kind of lucked out because 2012 once that ended we didn't know uh where the avp was there going to be a tour what was going on um sean had a job offer with usa volleyball and he had a family and I wasn't done playing. So I was like, well, I can't make any money playing just AVP. The only way I can play, still play and make money and support my family was to start trying FIVB. So it was kind of by default, I had to go start playing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and John took his job and try, uh, try called him up one day and said, Hey, are you guys getting out training? And, uh, yeah. Sean gave him my number and I'm like, who's this tree guy? <laughs> dude i still i still call him tree just because i remember you telling me that it's awesome tree (laughs) they call me that in china (laughs) it's really funny i thought i I could pull the hawaii card there with sean i was like hey you're from hawaii i'm from hawaii can you help me and he's like "Uh, hit up hit up hayden yeah hayden will deal with you Okay, I didn't. At least you got more than I was willing to go out there and check balls. (laughs) But at least you got more than a one-word answer from him, right? It wasn't referred. Yeah, maybe. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like his answers nowadays. I, I think it was pretty uh, short though. It was just the one text and it had your number in it. Yeah, of course. But I remember going out and obviously I was literally like, I'll just watch if I have to, whatever, whatever I can do. And then like, whatever time goes on, you let me keep coming and then you don't have a partner. So you're throwing me in as your partner just to like get you reps and stuff. And then I don't know how it happened from your side of things, but I thought I was just helping you out and like hanging and it went, went along a lot. We started playing together. And then one day you asked me, like, do you want to do this? And I legitimately was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> that's an option. <laughs> like, I thought it was just like here just to hang out and help you get your reps. And I was just trying to learn everything. I was writing everything down. Yeah. Uh, you didn't know I was grooming you? What? You didn't realize I was grooming you? No. I, I mean, I just was too oblivious, I guess. I was like, he's giving me so much. These are great reps. <laughs> when you asked me if we wanted to do this, like it was just for the AVPs. I was legit like shocked, like called Gabby. I was like, Gabby, I get to play with Hayden. <laughs> this is insane. And I called, I called Robin and she's like, who? Yeah, she's like, yeah. And, and Mikel always tells me, he's like, John called me. He was going to play with you. I was like, hell no, John. We're not grooming anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to bring me into the gym and he he like tested me so much i remember like first of all i'm pretty sure in hindsight now i know how his workouts go i'm pretty sure he was just trying to kick my ass <laughs> the first few sessions and see how i handle it i remember one time i was so out of breath just like dying tired and i put my hand on the on the bike just to like lean on it and 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 get my breath he's like why are you resting on the bike you need to take a break. Like he's like, the bike's not gonna be there on the court. Like, Holy crap! I can't lean on a bike to take a breath. Jesus. Do, do, do you remember? Do you remember when uh, this was like a year or two ago? And I had I had seen Mikel, and I said, "Hey, try was saying that workout the other day was really weak. Like he 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 was commenting on your workouts are just." not not the same anymore <laughs> i see try i see try down at the beach i said hey try how was your workout the other day he's all man he killed me <laughs> it's like I'm so sore i was, I was like uh, obviously mikhail didn't get that it was a joke but yeah <laughs> beat the hell out of him he can Kick your ass when he wants to. He kind of did that to me yesterday because I was gone for a week for a wedding. And we walk in and he puts me straight into the like donkey press. You know, like oh. the upside down leg press. I was like, uh, maybe a little, little more warm. Maybe I should jump on the bike for five more minutes. <laughs> oh. Your legs are in the air and, and all the blood's flowing out of your legs. So it's just like lactic oh, yeah. acid just sitting there. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Are you still working with Mikel, John? Like just getting his workouts via Zoom? Because I know that that's what um, I think Kelly and Emily have been doing, kind of getting his workouts kind of either sent to him or, or going Zoom. And I know you've been working with Mikel forever. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of on a path where I can I, – I have hundreds of workout cards 
from him over time. And uh, I just go off of how I feel. But now, like, hey, I'm playing in this AVP next in a month. And so he sends me the workouts now to get ready for it. Okay. Uh, I'm sure he, he took some video of try the other day. So he sent me the workout to make sure I know what I'm you know, looking at. Some, some of his writing's hard to read and I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I have all these videos of try doing that. So it's whatever workout you did the other day, I'm going to be doing it tomorrow. We will get you right back to our episode with Johnny Jamba, who we've been trying to get on for so long. Stoked that he made the time out there in Tennessee to come on Sandcast. And stoked that you guys, the listeners, are always taking time to listen to the show. It's so cool to hear from you guys who are still on board from day one uh, or who jumped on board recently or somewhere in between. We appreciate you guys for listening. And you're the ones who keep the show rolling. So. Thank you tons for sticking with me and try even throughout the Zoom, through COVID, through whatever we got going on. We love that you're still listening to the show. And we love that Wilson is still on board, always our number one sponsor. You can use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off the best balls in the game. No one makes better balls than Wilson. It's why pretty much everyone uses Wilson now. And off-season is coming up. Not that we had really a, a real season anyway to have an off-season, but off-season is coming up, so you want to load up on a new bag of balls to get your reps in over the fall and winter. Use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. Also got to give a shout to our guys at Volleyball Mag who have been with us since day one. They are opening up kind of a new uh, donation package uh, that you can get if you become a premium member. You'll get all sorts of free stuff if you become a premium member of Volleyball Mag. Lee Feinswag and Ed Chan, who have been on the show, they've never actually taken a dime in earnings. They always give it back to freelancers like myself uh, to keep Volleyball Mag moving along. So if you want to help them out, uh, go to Volleyball Mag and become a premium member today. It'll help them a lot. It'll help you get a lot more volleyball stories and information. It's kind of a win-win-win. So I'd appreciate if you just check out Volleyball Mag, see if you can help out those guys. And now, back to the show with Johnny Jamba Hayden. Uh, I hope you, I hope you have that leg press one. <laughs> I don't do leg press. <laughs> I'm actually going to hit up Mikel right now and, and, and tell him you're like, that uh, the, you said the last workout was uh, really weak. <laughs> it's too it's too late. I already sent him a text going, "Are you freaking kidding me?" <laughs> you crushed me the other day. So. It is hard. Yeah. I I feel like um, with Mikel, you kind of took the same approach as you did on the court, where you not only just did what he said to do, which is mostly what I do, but you learned it. And because when we were on the road, I was, you were basically my Mikel, my trainer. I was going to do whatever you were going to do, yeah. but you have a, a way about not only at practice where you're running practice, but you kind of customize and run the workouts as well. Was that like a conscious decision or is that more just how you work? Like you wanted to learn all this stuff and just have it in your back pocket or in your, in your tool bag. Cause you could be a personal trainer at this point. Like, John's legit knows I'm not going to say as much as Mikhail, but you know pretty much everything to be as be a personal trainer. Yeah. You know, with, with what I've done over the 15 years or whatever, um, 
I def definitely don't know. I probably know about 10% of what he knows. Uh, Which is good. You everything we've done. So for me, I, I do do personal training here with my girls um, and, and other people that ask. But um, because I can do it. It's for volleyball. I know exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how you're supposed to do it. Um, for me, though, over the years, yeah, try, try it all at 47 someday try. <laughs> but uh, yeah. over the years, we've had, to, we've had to accommodate me getting older. So there's certain things I can't do anymore. Um, it's just too much on my body or my, you know, I got bad ankles, so I can't even jump rope anymore and stuff like that. So it, it's about adapting to whatever we've done in the past figuring out a new way to hit that area and still be as strong or as fast. Uh, so I, I do a lot of the, the adapting and figuring out and just switching stuff up. So. Well, you mentioned uh, that you're getting ready for an AVP next. I will uh, see you there soon. And uh, I know that one of the big things we wanted to talk about was your new facility uh, down there in Tennessee. Um, and we chatted a little bit, but for our listeners who, uh, who don't know kind of what you're doing or about Hyden beach, uh, out there in Tennessee, if you kind of want to walk us through, um, you know, when the facility got built and kind of where it is now, um, and kind of what you're trying to do with it. Okay. Yeah. We're about 30 minutes outside of, uh, Nashville. Um, it's an easy drive from my house. It's about 20 minutes, but, um, we found some land, uh, with a guy who runs a place called the hustle factory. He runs like baseball and it's actually becoming a bigger sports complex. But when I ran into him, he wasn't even open yet. And he's like, Oh, you know what? You can have this area right here. And it, it was perfect, you know? <laughs> so we set up six sand courts, um, really nice sand trucked in from about two and a half, three hours away. And uh, we got that going and then, Hopefully by this winter, we're going to have two indoor sand courts so we can train all year. Um, the main part of it was to run a juniors program. Uh, I, I, when people found out I was moving out here, a lot of the parents contacted me and were like, you know, there's no really junior elite coaching out here. So it was a good thing for me. It, it's not like California where it's every other court you have right. pros. <laughs> so. Right. We, we got six courts put in, uh, June 1st was our start date. So I've been coaching out here out of, uh, one of the parents' backyards for the last two years and it, it's been growing, but obviously you can't accommodate too many people with that. So once our courts into, uh, got built, we started June 1st and been training down there ever since. So I run a juniors academy, uh, pretty much high school girls. Really haven't started a program for boys yet. Uh, it's just not big out here, like, like California or Texas. So that may take some time to get going. But we run, uh, we're also running adult leagues where we're going to have fours and sixes. We just got our lights put in. Uh, the guy was down there hooking up electricity today. So we're going to nice. be able to play tonight. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, everything's coming along. It, it, we have a lot to do. We still got to put in concession stands and bathrooms and showers. Uh, we want to put in permanent shade. Uh, we want to put in a deck around court one. So it'll be like our main court where everybody oh, can nice. yeah, sit on the deck, have some drinks, watch 
the finals or whatever games and, and be under some shade and whatnot. But we want to set it up really nice. It's, it's going to take some time. You know, we're uh, unfortunately things take, <laughs> this all takes a lot of money. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wanted to put shade in really soon. And then something else came up where I got to come up with some money for, you know, another building. So it, we're always looking for donations. So try if you want to give back. I'll pay for some coaching. I'll pay for some coaching for sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing that. I'm doing, I do privates um, also. And then I, I got a great group around me. Uh, there's a, a woman, her name's Courtney and she's basically, well, she's basically number one. I'm number two, but she runs everything. You know, she, she had some friends. We networked to get this all set up. We have a killer website. Uh, just a lot of people have wanted to help us. They're, uh, been so great out here putting things together. And I got a great staff, uh, four or five different women coaching for me. Uh, always wanting to learn, wanting to get out and run practices with me, stuff like that. And they're also running their own practices in private. So we're, we're coming along pretty well right now. Yeah, it it's seems awesome. like it. I've heard nothing but good things. A, a couple of my friends have played out there um, and they said that it's awesome. It's cool to see how big beach volleyball is getting in non-coastal spots. Um, Cause I'm sure that like you said, there wasn't any junior elite coaching, but I'm sure it's kind of like a field of dreams type thing where if you build it, you know, they'll come. I'm sure that you probably have a, a decent amount of players out there. I've, I've heard that a few times since I got out here. If you build yeah. it, come. So, yeah, we do. And it's only growing because a lot of the indoor girls are coming out. You know, they're seeing that this is here. And, you know, the, most of my girls – you know, they're playing fall ball right now for their schools, but then they're giving up playing club volleyball and they just want to play beach, which is great for me. It's great for the girls too. I mean, they just like it so much more. So yeah. now that, that first year I was here, they kept asking, Hey, are we going to have something this winter? Because if not, I got, I got to have something to do and go play club. Yeah. Now that we have it, a lot of those girls don't play club and you know, we train four or five days a week. That's awesome. And also, uh, as you said, we have that AVP next coming yeah. up. Uh, we have two yeah. of them actually. Uh, there's one, a $3,000 AVP next, and that's in two weeks. And then October 10th and 11th, we have the $10,000 AVP next. So we're just trying to get on the map and people know, know about us. Yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I appreciate you guys sending me the text for that one. Me and, well, my flight's booked to Hawaii on October 1st unfortunately but me and gabby after you guys hit us up about that we were looking into rvs we were like ready to road trip across the country oh, but man. then we realized that an rv is like a few grand a month and we were like uh, or a week sorry not a month a week i was like the numbers don't really add up here but I <laughs> if i win then maybe i can make my that's kind yeah. of the volleyball life right yeah, but that is the ball you know, ball. I, I, I want to get out there badly for sure yeah. for something at least to check it out and mostly just to pick your brain to be honest well, i haven't extracted all the juice yet <laughs> i don't give all of it up try well you have a, everyone has their price 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Well, you got you and Trevor, man. If you oh, hopefully you guys are going to Tokyo. Um, yeah. Tokyo is a lot like here with that humidity. You can get some good That's training. Sure. In here. Well, Sean, Sean's look, look, keeps looking for a spot to um, have us all do a like an Olympic um, prep camp kind of thing. Like they were talking about taking us to Florida or somewhere humid. So maybe maybe we go to Tennessee. Yeah, That's baby. <laughs> Robin can take us out on the town. Love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with that one. <laughs> does that too much now. Anybody that comes, we have so many people visiting us, and then you know Robin, when she's that girl. She goes yes. out at night and she becomes that girl. So, I... <laughs> but she's the ultimate host for sure. <laughs> she is the ultimate host. Travis, she'll find out when when you get here. <laughs> she is. She's a great host. Yeah, I know. Um, obviously, you're you're like you're getting set up uh, coaching juniors, but you know, as Tri mentioned, he's he's trying to get all that juice out. Have you ever thought about? coaching pros because obviously i mean you have a vault of knowledge and when we had um we had adrian carambula on maybe two or three weeks ago and he said that you were the guy that like he loves watching film of and he's like i learned more from watching hayden than i think from from anybody else so obviously you would be in demand <laughs> i didn't know if that was anything you considered here's oh, what i think for adrian <laughs> Oh, the physio. Adrian, Adrian and I go way back. <laughs> yeah, Adrian and I go way back fighting him and him and uh, well, him and whoever against me and Sean. And uh, man, we had some battles with that kid. Dude, but, he was uh, funny because he was saying he was like, when I was younger, I used to always talk trash. And he was like, as I got older, I realized what a stupid idea that was. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people you do not want to talk trash to. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he found that out, but he's playing really well. He's he's got his style, and man, he's really good at what he does. That damn skyball. Yeah. <laughs> but, Have you uh, guys been watching King of the Court? Uh, I've seen some clips. I haven't been watching much, but uh, I saw the stadium. It looks pretty sweet, dude. It's really it cool. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I wonder that none of the men's U.S. teams went right. Yeah, no. this guy would have been the only one. Yeah, Trev and I were, were going until very last second because they couldn't confirm our trip until legit the Friday before we leave on Monday. But I had a wedding for one of my best friends, so I was already leaving on my trip by Friday. So I had to know whether we could go or not. And so we just – I mean, the money wasn't great, so we we pulled out last second. But it wasn't really worth either getting injured or getting COVID for – Wise move, I think. I know, but I really wanted to play. Like watching it now, that in that stadium, and we have nothing else to do. It would have been fun for sure. But well, I'm getting wiser, John. I'm getting wiser. Yeah, ADP next, exactly. Coming up, man. <laughs> I was trying to make it happen. I just need a mobile home. Next time, next time we get more prize money for you. <laughs> yeah, if anyone out there wants to lend their RV to us. <laughs> out here i got free hotel room for you try no anyone on the podcast any of our listeners uh, uh, okay yeah. well i'm staying at your house i gotta see this house robin robin said free hotel room or stay at our house yeah so our house gotta, is better we got the spa go. exactly yeah. <laughs> i've been hearing about this spa <laughs> so, what are do you have um 
kind of a like a grand vision for the complex. I don't know if you want to be a place that like hosts AVPs or you know hosts like bigger events, maybe a big college tournament. I don't know if you're close to any colleges that you could be kind of a, a home court if none of them have courts on campus. Yeah, you know what? There's nothing too close by. Um, you know, Va- Vanderbilt doesn't have a team, I don't think. Uh, and there's a couple colleges that have a couple courts, but they just, they don't have teams. Okay. Uh, we we are set up though. We we did the dimensions of the court, made them all regulation so that we can host college events and we can uh, host showcases, stuff like that. So I okay. definitely did that. Talked to a lot of the college coaches before I uh, before we set up, and they were like, most of them said six courts is awesome. That that gets all their teams playing at one time instead of teams sitting. So. Uh, you know, we, we did it so we could run anything and host anything. So we're nothing's off the table. Yeah, that's awesome. It'll give because uh, I can't, I can't. Has the AVP ever been to Tennessee? No, not except for the AVP Americas and next. That's it. Okay, that's awesome. You're building okay. something. It'll Maybe. be cool to play there. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it'll be cool. Um, uh, yeah, I was I trained this morning. Use my spa about six fifteen in the morning. <laughs> so that's what I have to do to get my body going these days. <laughs> we, we practiced at seven thirty, and uh, a couple of the guys were talking about it. Uh, the AVP coming up, and how many players are going to come out from all over the place. So, yeah, we're excited. That's awesome. You got uh, you got Bill Kalinsky coming in for it, right? Yep, Bill's coming out. We're going to play. Um, Kelly's coming out. I don't. I'm not sure who she's playing with yet. Uh, okay you know hopefully we can get a couple more avp players signed up yeah like i said i got you a room so yeah we get a couple other guys rooms yeah yeah i'm excited i know uh delaney and katie are excited they'll be heading down because we were like we were kind of in between going to adams and then you were like all right well this is you know this is the prize money i was like all right adam i I gotta go to (laughs) hyden's i gotta check his place out i like that that. (laughs) yeah but with you playing with Bill, you know, for the longest time, you had been so steady with partners. How has it been these last couple of years? I mean, obviously, you and Try, like, it wasn't a voluntary split by, on anybody's account there. Um, but you've had to kind of pop around a little bit. How has that been for you these past couple of years, kind of working with different guys? Because like you mentioned, you know, you require kind of a certain amount of athleticism and touch to run your kind of system. I'm sure it's been pretty interesting for you. Yeah, like I said, it has been detrimental to my game. Um, I've had to work on some other things that I go go about my offense, which I normally wouldn't do. So I had to take some of those fast sets out of the game, uh, moving around. But, um, you know, playing with somebody else, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, especially as I get older. I mean, with Try, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm only 40. I could take this on, no problem. <laughs> But then now taking a guy that's new is I just don't I don't want to do it, man. <laughs> a lot of work, and I don't. I, honestly, I don't have that much time left anyway. So um, it, it, it's quite a process. The last couple of years, you know, I've had some good players. Uh, I just think for me, being old school like I am. Try was kind of a diamond in the rough, man. He came out and just worked his butt off. And I, I really don't see that out of everybody these days. And that's, 
that's one of the reasons he's going to be at the top of this game with the U.S. for the next whatever years he wants to be. It's because he knows the work it takes, and he puts in that work, and you just don't find those guys these days. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but I fell into like the perfect situation, not just with you. Well, it, it had a lot to do with you because you were that old school kind of work hard. I think I learned that from my parents. And, but you brought me into the gym with Mikkel, which is like my first weight room I ever saw was my dad's weight room in our garage growing up. And I was just like throwing things around and curling things because I just wanted to, you know, so I felt very at home for me. And then to have like, I mean, now the partnering with you is still paying dividends every day because I get to work out with Mikkel. Now where's my check? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm working on that one. Good investment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said I'm beginning dividends. I'm still trying to figure out how it's paying off. For you. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I mean, this is a perfect situation, and and I and I do agree. Like, you have to. There, there's certain people that like the grind, like like doing everything when when no one's watching, and like really get get something out of that. And I feel like there's not that many people in our sport that do that. And for me to partner with you in the beginning and you're like the guy in terms of having that work ethic, um, it just like set the bar so high for me. And it was long road, man. (laughs) I know. Well, we, I think everyone in the sport thought 40 was old before you were around. And now it's like, who knows? I think 50 is the new 40. <laughs> you know, you know, what's funny about that is my, the other day we were clearing out our garage and Robin found all these old AV or volleyball monthly magazines and stuff. And there's one in there and there's an article about me and I'm 35 and I, I've won something and they're like, how long do you think you can go for? You know, you're older now, and, and 35. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, I don't know. You know, I feel like I can play another five years. And, and so that was at 35. And, geez. So you're right, man. People are just getting older and older, but you never know until you keep going. I mean, but, yeah, but, like, fully, I don't think any of these guys behind you, like the Casey, Jake, Phil, Nick, all these guys, I don't think any of them even thought they'd be playing at the age they're at now. But because you're doing what you're doing, first of all, I hate it. I mean, it set me up nicely, but all these damn old guys won't go away now. <laughs> yeah, one, more year, guy now. <laughs> one more year, man. One more year. And then you'll clean house. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want you guys to retire and be like, I just retired because I wanted to. Like it's supposed to be the young guys beating up on you guys and then, and then you guys retiring, not like you guys just being like, we'll retire whenever we want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you did beat up on me the last couple of times. So, well, you, you having a bunch of partner switches and having, and I know, I know how difficult it is to learn all this stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if these guys can pick it up that quickly. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's been crazy dude and you're still doing it i mean you you making the final in in hawaii out of the qualifier was was awesome and it it was freaking fun to see that you're, you're still playing. chopping it up 
<laughs> you were playing lights out that tournament. I couldn't tell because I had the excuse of my hand was hurt when we when you beat us. But I was like, but I made a few good shots and he still got them. I'm like, I feel like he's playing. It was more like him playing good than me sucking. And then you went and played in that all the way to the finals. I was like, damn, this guy is still balling hard. Yeah, we, we played some good ball that tournament. Yeah. Um, uh, every now and then. Uh, I paid for it afterwards, though. Uh, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't walk for a week, man. I was so beat up. <laughs> Did you at least get some Mai Tais after? No, no way, man. <laughs> you know? I'm all beer. Uh, yeah. I'm all Guinness. <laughs> Drink, drink, drink. I was, uh, I was waiting to see, like, no, 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 like, I don't drink alcohol. That's why I've lasted so long. Nope. All <laughs> no, he has his – John has – he's very um, calculated. He'll have, like, his – a certain amount of beer, and he'll have his two peanut butter cups, depending on what night of the tournament it is. <laughs> I was like – and I'm, I'm, like, sitting there as his partner, young. I'm like, okay, so, like, should I get peanut butter cups? <laughs> like, I'll just eat one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, what are we eating tonight? That's oh, the secret. One? Okay. Damn. That's not much. <laughs> I really think I should have more. Maybe, maybe I like start, half, I started half, that half, with right? Sean. I started that with Sean Scott because, you know, I did it one time and we won. And so I had to keep doing it. And then it just became a thing. So. Got it. <laughs> and you, you got me questioning all kinds of things throughout my career after playing with you the way i eat i feel so guilty if i haven't how about how about when i first went into the gym and mikhail started uh getting on me about my diet angie angie and i are sitting there laughing just trying not to completely bust up i'm still confused because i i thought i was eating healthy like i didn't know he told me to take a picture of everything i put in my body so i'm I'm taking a picture, whatever. I mean, I I thought I was eating healthy. Like I thought yeah. granola was healthier, like stuff like that, you know. Uh, and then, and then one day I'm I'm showing Angie because we're uh, carpooling up to Mikkel's, and I show her a Heineken in there, <laughs> and she's like, "You don't want to put that in there." <laughs> like, oh really? But I had a Heineken. He said anything that goes in my body. Like, oh, I'm not supposed to have that. Okay, it's just one. <laughs> So I deleted that. Luckily, I didn't sh send that to him. But then I, but then I <laughs> took a picture of my homemade salad, and it had like carrots and tomatoes and all this stuff in it. And oh no, it was a what was it? It was a handful of carrots. Like a, I had like a plastic, a plastic bag full of carrots, and I was snacking on them before the workout or something like that. And Mikkel's like, "What the hell is that? <laughs> That's your snack." And they're like laughing at me. I'm like, I'm eating a vegetable or a fruit, whatever. <laughs> I didn't want to eat this. I was eating because I was t sending pictures to you. <laughs> you you like, might as well have healthy? an apple pie in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I don't know how to eat healthy. Like, I got it all wrong. <laughs> uh, you did send a lot of rice pictures. Oh, yeah. White rice, everything. <laughs> That turned to brown rice real quick. Try's try gotten me into rice. I, I eat rice all the time now because of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? I thought bacon, eggs, and rice was like the uh, all-American breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've learned a lot. <laughs> Still learning. Yeah. Exactly. That's the key.
Well, dude, John, I appreciate you. We appreciate you taking so much time. We, we've been chatting for like an hour and a half now. Um, so oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Thank you taking all the time, man. Um, well, for it's our like listeners. for try to come to the elevator. <laughs> every, I, I finally figured it out. Like, we're on the road, and I would always hold the elevator. I'm like, okay, we're leaving the room at this time to head down. <laughs> I'd leave the room. He'd be like, I'll be right there. And I'm like holding the elevator. And then mm. probably the second or third tournament in, I was like, I'm just gone. I'll, I'll, <laughs> down there and I'll just leave. Dude, he's, he's that calculated. Like he says he's leaving at four o'clock. He's the doors open and closing at four o'clock. I'm like, Oh wait, hold on my hat, my shoes, my desk. I'm like running. I'm like, ah, he closed the elevator. Damn it. And then with you and Evie, traveling oh. in the same room that that was even another experience we won't Evie, sa Evie saved me because he's he's kind of like gets a little airhead like me so he made me look good sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it was me and Evie like trying to like catch up all the time and <laughs> not forget things <laughs> oh man yeah hey but i've been looking forward to this podcast forever that's why I had, first of all hadn't texted me while when I was late and he, he just texted me WTF I was like <laughs> what did I do wrong like what are you talking about and then a second later yeah a second later I'm like oh shit the podcast I've been trying to get Hayden to do for two years I'm 30 minutes late for it oh uh, yeah that's my bad I've been looking forward to this one too hey but you, you made it now you got a baby so yeah exactly I was uh, tending to the baby, trying to figure out like uh, like some kind of YouTube show that would make her be entertained. It didn't work. It didn't work. I ended up watching Fruit dance on the screen for like 15 minutes. <laughs> that, that's better than some of the stuff I've been watching lately with my son. So, oh, yeah, he, this kid's watching plane crashes all day long now on YouTube, and then th th I don't know who says this. He says. Dad, when do we get to go on a plane again? <laughs> this is all he watches is plane crashes, and he asked me when we when we go. I'm like, what? Not like <laughs> ever want to go on a plane again. I remember him at, at all our practices. Every time a helicopter came by, he'd be like, just so amazed by it. Like, look, a helicopter. <laughs> Whatever he called it. <laughs> the same thing. We'll send you a copy of our book. We can put that in his hands instead of plane crashes. <laughs> we'll see if he reads it <laughs> but uh, uh where where can our listeners um kind of find out more about hide and beach or kind of follow along any updates that you guys will have uh we're on instagram at hide and beach okay and uh we also have a facebook page for most of all the tournaments and stuff and then our website hideandbeach.com okay awesome Pretty super easy. simple Super simple. Nice. Yeah. I, and, I needed uh, it simple for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm surprised you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on that uh, Instagram thing of a jigger, uh, the magic box. It's actually all written down right here next to me. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> In case I forget. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to uh, to come down and, and check it out and play there. So I'll see you in uh, in what? Like a little one day less than a month. I'll be yeah. out there uh, October 9th. I think I'm coming out. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. If, like I said, you come out a day earlier, we we can get that room. So, awesome, awesome. Appreciate right. it. Pre appreciate yeah. all the time. Glad we could finally get you on too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, exactly. It worked out with trying not bailing on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Sorry about that. I'll make it up to you. I'll, I'll, I got to make my way out to Hyden Beach. I think I owe you in like a million ways. Let's be honest. <laughs> it, it goes without saying. Uh, definitely uh, shaped my career and, and continuing to do it. So I just figure I got to just squeeze all the juice out of you if possible. <laughs> oh, thanks, I think I'm the smart one for doing that. Even if you really have no reason to actually do it. I think everyone's dumb for not trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel sorry for people, so I take them <laughs> and I'll and I'll take advantage of that all day. <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. No, man. Yeah, I appreciate everything for sure. And uh, thanks for coming on as well. It's it's taken a while, but well, if this podcast keep, keeps going, uh, we might need to run it back for sure. Cool. All right, boys. Well, shoot. John, I'll text you a link when it goes up. Okay. All right. Thanks, Later, John. fellas. <laughs> <laughs>